Hey, welcome back to the Rifles Only Accuracy Podcast. Uh, apologize for the delay, but I have David in studio, and we're setting up new studio equipment here so that we can uh, I can record and call, have him call in or vice versa. We both got the same stuff out here. But again, apologize for the delay, but part of it was David's fault because he decided to get sick again. How are you feeling? Oh, I'm, I'm okay now. I can actually talk. Uh, uh, I'm going to apologize ahead of time because since we're in the same studio, I can't turn off my mic if I have to cough. So if I cough, I'm sorry. You know, I had, I don't know, bronchitis and some other crap. It wasn't the Rona? Uh, no, I've had, I've had that once, maybe twice. Yeah, I know so, that we, we had it. You had it whenever we got back from yeah. many our uh, Minnesota. So, yeah, yeah, so it, it's, uh, yeah, and I'm, I'm in, a, uh, in an environment with an increasing amount of people. So uh, it's pretty easy to get sick right now. Yeah, yeah. Or you just need to watch out who you've been making out with. Well, you know, <laughs> I don't make the rules. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, like I said, what we want to do is we want to just, um, we're training, we're training my dumbass on how to use this equipment. So I was going to come and hit a couple of our questions that we've had through. I know that I have, uh, I promised you guys that we're going to have Will Jimeno on. I'm planning on calling him over the weekend and try to set up to, to do with him on Monday or, or sometime next week whenever he's available. But I just wanted to hit some of the questions that we have to get a little content on here. We'll probably do this a couple times. Um, just to make sure that I know how to uh, upload all of this stuff and know what I'm doing. But fortunately, David's here to teach me, and he's an expert on that. Um, question for you, David. Yes. Do you use Loctite on any components of your rifle? If you tear your rifle down each time it's cleaned, is Loctite really necessary? Uh, I uh, I do not. Uh, well, with the exception of, uh, like, uh, uh, optic, the rails on the actual, uh, if, if you don't have an integral rail, like a voodoo or an AI where you actually have rail uh, screwed in, pinned and screwed rails. I do Loctite those because okay. I don't, I don't take those apart every time, but the other stuff, um, not really. And, and you have to be careful with that as well too. make sure you're checking with the manufacturer, reading the instructions. There is a difference between dry torque and wet torque. Mm-hmm. So if the, some of them actually say, yeah, sure. Put some Loctite on our, uh, screws and, and torque it down. So they're giving you a torque spec on for that wet torque. If, uh, if you read the manual and it says to degrease the screws and then torque down, they're now giving you a, a, a dry torque rating. So you gotta be right. careful with that. But me, I, I, I don't personally know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, neither do I. And you know, the thing about it is, is, uh, wh- whenever we have these torque values, it's because what you're doing is you're actually stretching the screws. Yes. And so if you have the same torque value, like talking about the socket head cap screws on your, on your scope caps, uh, scope rings, you know, if you torque those all to the same, what, what torque is essentially stretch. That's what it means. And if all of those things are stretched at exactly the same amount, then it's highly unlikely that they're going to come undone. Um, we used to have, we used to have a do quite a bit of stuff with this in the oil field, you know, with uh, fishing next, you know, running downhole tools and things like that and torque values so that we could actually pull out of the, you know, pull the, the wire out rather than having to, you know, go down and break it. But uh, at any rate, I do know that whenever one of the things that I thought about this and I wanted to get David here to talk about it as well is sometimes what you'll see is you'll see somebody who'll put their gun all together and they'll torque everything down and then they'll take a silver Sharpie and they'll go mark Mm -hmm. on all of their screws to make sure that they can see if they came unloose or something like that. But the problem is, is that that that's not really doing you too much good because what happens is those screws as they're stretched there, that metal will get a metal memory. 
And so you'll have to go back and retorque them again, just because to keep that same amount of stretch. So then your marks aren't going to line up anymore. Uh, but again, I I've done it on my guns before I've made those little marks on there, but then I realized mm, not really doing me any good because what I'm doing is I'm stretching those screws and they have to be restretched on occasion. So, um, you go back and I know that there's several units that I've worked with and what they'll do is they'll go in and they'll retorque every single thing on their gun before they go out, you know, to, uh, to accomplish a mission or something like that. So yeah, just fix it sticks. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> yeah. Get yourself some fix it sticks and go with those, uh, those manufacturers recommendations on those screws and Loctite is, you know, I, I'm not going to say not to do it cause I have done it, you know, and pretty much the same way that David has done it. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, it gets kind of redundant whenever you have a really, really good, uh, set of torque wrenches. Yeah. The last thing I'll say is, uh, if, if you do decide for whatever reason, whether you're going super crazy like I do or whether you're just, uh, you know, what's your once a year or whatever you want to do, uh, don't just put the the torque wrench in there and start clicking down on it. Back them off just a just a quarter, you know, just back it off and then torque it back down. Don't loosen them all up at the same time either, so it's moving around. Just take one off and loose and, and pop it back down. Yeah, yeah, you'll find that you know you you can run down a rabbit hole on that thing, you know, oh, yeah. and, and you just drive yourself nuts on it. And that's one of the things too, you know, whenever you have a new gun and it comes out and you say, oh, you know, I got the zero shift, I got this zero shift. Dude, stop worrying about the zero shift. If you have a zero shift, re-zero the gun and move on down the road. Like my gun, the one that I have a 97 with you know, over 25 barrels on it, what, a 27 or something like that. I mean, that gun doesn't move at all. The screws have stretched as much as they're going to stretch. Everything's fine. Uh, but, you know, don't don't sweat that. Oh, yeah. it, I, I, everybody asks me all the time, well, how's the return to zero on this and how the return? I really don't know <laughs> because I just I check my zero and if it's if it needs moving, I, I, I move it. Yeah, without even thinking. <laughs> I just move it and I go about it my day. And, and plus a normal one to two tenths can be quite a few other things that aren't mechanical. Oh, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I just keep going. Now, don't be wrong. I know my rifle. If it starts wandering, that's, yeah. that's a different story. But don't the, like uh, don't worry about, like he said, uh, the whole like return to zero thing. I mean, I have AI. I love AI, but I, I don't know how well it returns to zero because I always zero it. <laughs> Heard you got a new one. Oh, man, I got an ATX. Oh, man, that, I should have done that a while back. Yeah, yeah, it does. It's just. I heard you got the sand. I don't have to take a look at that. I like the red, but I heard that elite sand. Yeah, nice. I, I, uh, I I got in a rush. I had to leave straight from work uh, coming up here, so I'll bring it up in the next week or two. I'll bring it back. Nice. Yeah, nice. it's it's a uh, man. That thing's just so versatile because I can I can strip it down and it's pretty lightweight. Yeah. And if I want to load it up with weights for for the the, the bent the barricade bench rest stuff, yeah, you can do it. It's it's man it makes it easy. Oh, I like mine. Nice. Hey, I got a twenty two Creed barrel in for mine. Oh, that's gonna. <laughs> So I want to go fast. Yeah. yeah, it looks like it looks like the rounds. I haven't had a chance to shoot them yet, but they're the guy who built them for me is looking for uh, right around thirty four hundred feet per second on that. So I figure the fun will last for about a thousand rounds on that barrel, but we'll see. All right, next thing it came up um, wants to try a few different disciplines, including two gun USPSA and possibly F class. Is there a downside to cross training multiple disciplines while keeping the main focus on NRL twenty two? I don't think so. About the only thing that I would say would, would be harmful is shotgun because on shotgun, that's a, the way you handle the trigger on, on trap and skeet is a, a lot different than the way you do on, on precision rifle. That would be the only thing I know that I love to go out and attempt to shoot birds during bird season, uh, dove and quail and things mm -hmm. like that. And I say attempt because I've rarely hit them at all, I'm bad but them. yeah, it's terrible. But I, I know that after I go and I, I spend a couple of weeks out there, you know, hunting birds in the evenings, then I got to go and really, really buckle down on my trigger control and, you know, for the precision rifle, because those things are driven a little bit differently. 
but I, I don't see any downside. You? Uh, no. Um, especially if you if you're out there, because I mean, uh, obviously a lot of these comps, are, you know, because uh, I think that was somebody wrote in was a, was a child that wants to do or one of their kids, right? And, used to be. No, uh, used to be. A child, She's right? growing up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so uh, I usually don't know who wrote them in, but I know who wrote that one. And uh, yeah, so if they're having fun, yeah, definitely do it now. The the uh, I always like to put the the butt in there. If you want to be, if you're very competitive at one thing, just realize that any amount of time that you take away from that one thing can, you know, you, there's a give and take from there. So, you know, it's uh, if if you're going to do uh, USPSA and 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 you're very competitive with the rifle, um, if you find yourself not doing as well as you will with the rifle, you might have to make a decision there. I, I'm all for shooting as much as you can possibly get. Uh, it's going to be more expensive and you have to have a lot more, uh, you know, uh, you have to have a pistol for this and a rifle for that and a, a two or three guns for uh, for two and three gun. So it can get a little, uh, especially now with the gas prices, man, oof, it's just, ugh. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but yeah, it just depends on how competitive. If, if you're out there really just having fun, shoot everything you can. If you're uh, more of a competitive person, keep in mind that, uh, uh, you know, um, Tiger Woods would go to uh, he'd go and drive uh, 300 balls after he finished the thing. So if you if you really want to focus on one thing, then you almost have to make that decision. Very cool, very cool. Well, let's we did we did a couple of them. Let's stop this so you can show me how to upload it, and then what we'll do is we'll uh, we'll kick back in here with another one here in just a second. Here we go. 